You're listening to the State of Play, your quick fire roundup of all things Irish football and beyond. Coming up on this episode, we have the very latest on the FAI search for Stephen Kenny's replacement. The boys in green will play hungry in June, but where? Adam Ida, is he on his way to Celtic? And we look at David Connolly's treasure chest. Who are all this and more coming up on the State of Play? David Dunn here, as always, joined by Martin Prendergast. And you're very welcome to a very special edition of the State of Play. I mean, every edition is special, let's be honest. But we're here mostly to talk about the very latest in Stephen Kenny's replacement. That is right. The FAI had their board meeting today at Abbottstown. We had Tonya Donahue. We had all the lads out there with their sandwiches in the freezing cold. And we weren't. We were at the comfort of our own homes, Martin, weren't we? It's amazing what you can, amazing what you can do from your own armchair. Really, let those lads report, and uh, we'll just report their stuff, I suppose. Yeah, just following the speculation and uh, the the wonderful national broadcasters' coverage. Fair play to RTE. That's why I don't pay any money towards it. <laughs> I did when I lived in Ireland. Um, I don't anymore. I pay the BBC. So I I pay Gary Lineker to pontificate to me every week on Twitter. Yeah. Brilliant. 15 quid uh, a month or whatever it is. Um, we jest, of course. The lads do a brilliant job, to be fair. And, you know, they're out there freezing our stuff. To be fair, if I lived in Ireland, I'd probably do the same as well. Um, I'm just really trying to keep on to my uh, media pass. Um, of course, uh, if very welcome to you guys out there watching in YouTube and Facebook land. Um, another Tuesday edition or Wednesday morning edition, I suppose, of the State of Play. If you like what you hear, you love what you see, uh, you can give us a cheeky subscribe to the YouTube channel. You've got a QR code in the bottom right hand corner, or you can just head to the YouTube channel, which is Lanson Road. You can head over to greenmachinepodcast.com for opinion. We got a Facebook page, we have an Instagram, we have a Twitter. It's all on there for you. And you know, if you like also, if you like what you hear, tell other people about it. You know. We're trying to grow the page, but anyway, uh, let's get into it. Of course, the FAI um, had a word today. They had a lovely little board meeting. And, um, well, basically, we were all, all the lads were outside waiting for the white smoke to appear from Abbottstown. And it didn't appear, Martin, did it? Still no new manager. No, but I think we kind of reconciled in our own hearts and minds that we weren't going to get an announcement today. I didn't think we were. I think this was all about, you know, seven days ago, we were all oh, we're seven days out from this board meeting that has been, you know, arranged with Mark and Jonathan. I think the way I'm hearing the, the board members refer to them in their first names, I'm going to start adopting that. I think I'm not going to call Jonathan Hill, Jonathan Hill anymore. It's going John. to be Jonathan and, Johnny. and Mark, you know, Marky. I think we've, we've trusted them so much to get this right. So, um yeah uh yeah i wasn't expecting it today to to hear this announcement especially as the speculation has been changing day to day of course the coverage as well that we've heard mm. that you know lots of a few leaks coming out now i think it's quite interesting it's actually reassuring me we're getting little snippets of things the book yeah, is back in action as well we're starting we're to fall away now isn't it we're on about no leaks <laughs> Yeah, no leaks, and it's all now. Oh, and one of the things now they're going to wait for the right man, and we're going to, yeah, we'd like him to. I mean, ironically, we'd like him to live in Ireland and help promote well, the underage and the League of Ireland and all sorts. Let's have a little 
chat about that actually of course um, since we were last on uh, the live episode by the way uh, which is available on the YouTube channel go back and have a watch if you want and other state of place by the way all through the channel there thank you for your support um, of course since we've last been on which is Sunday night uh, they have announced the FEI that they will wait maybe for the right person that actually broke whilst we were on live by the way, that they might wait, that they're not going to announce anything today on the Tuesday. Fair enough. Um, And also it came out that apparently they were looking for the manager to be based in Ireland, which I think is a little rich when the CEO himself doesn't live in Ireland. But anyway, um, and well, I'm going to read an article here. This is from uh, Dan McDonald's friend of the podcast. Uh, His article in the Irish Independent came out today at 9.39 p.m. That is on the 30th of January, just so we're time stopping this, so we keep you guys in the loop. But basically, uh, new, it says new FAI board chair Tony Cohen says that Stephen Kenny's replacement will be appointed in the not too distant future, but declined to commit to a timeline. Um, uh, of course, this was actually a workshop for uh, new board members, and they were given board member training and all that kind of stuff. And he had free sandwiches and everything. I was quite hungry actually looking at it on the uh, <laughs> on RTE. Um, Basically says, yeah, members of the board were tight-lipped on details. He departed uh, Abbottstown and his strong suggestions uh, that there's no guarantee of an appointment prior to next Thursday's UEFA Nations League draw in Paris. Now, that was the initial target there from the FAI. That is on the 8th of February. Just putting a timestamp on that. We will have an episode, by the way, of the State of Play after that, uh, a reactionary episode. Um, But, yeah, that is looking unlikely now. But to be fair... You know, I think they know who they want. So I do have a noisy rabbit in, in, in the background. She's kicking off. She hasn't seen me. Today. Um, the, the trials and tribulations living in London. Um, but yeah, there was, you know, we knew he was going to take his time, Mark Canham, because I mean, yeah, there's room. We were talking about this earlier on today, Martin, wasn't it? You know, the, the rumors, the rumor is that they want Carsley. That's it. You know, he's the guy for us. And to be fair, the mantra that they want to portray. Um, the vision that Mark Hannum has, a technical director, Carsley ticks all those boxes, all of them. And then you're hearing if he doesn't get Carsley, he goes at Neil Lennon. Nothing against Neil Lennon, but Neil Lennon is Mark Martin O'Neill 2.0. Let's be honest. And how, how do you, they, they're complete polar opposites. One's about the future, the other one's about the past. Um, so we, we kind of thought it'd be a bit mental on Tuesday to, and, you know, I wrote an article about it to go, oh, by the way, I'm the technical director going to portray Irish football in the 21st century. Here is Neil Lennon. It, it, it just seemed even absurd, even for the FAI. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I, 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 in my head, I, I'm actually more confident. I think it's going to be Carsley. I think the date of the, I don't think it's relevant, actually, the 8th of February, the, the Nations League. I don't think we have to have it announced before then. We know what pot we're in. We know the kind of the the possible um, opposition we can get. I mean, it's very narrow, isn't it? Um, who who yeah. we can get, and as I said, I think it's just destiny. It's going to be England. Um, I think they're just waiting to get it right in the sense that there's a few little background issues that they're trying to sort out, probably with the backroom staff and pay and contractual kind of things. I don't think it should be a sticking point that the manager is not going to be based in Ireland. They do want an Irish manager. They want an Irishman. They've said that. So 
Carsey fits the bill with that. Mm. Um, and I think he would fit the whole development strategy of underage football and how it's coming through. And I think he's Birmingham think, based as well. So he, he could... is. And, and, that, and that is not a problem for me at all because no. the manager's job at Ireland is going to be watching players playing in the championship. And you're going to have coaches doing a lot of your scouting as well. And, and a great scouting network will be put in place, I'm sure. And he's been well connected, Carsey, of course, for years. So. I don't think it's actually relevant. I think what it will be will will, will be for the the promotion of the game. I don't think they want to go down the route of Trapattoni just flying in and not know it and having to be briefed by people of who who getting DVDs and all this nonsense. Yeah, look, Carsey's gonna if he comes in, he's gonna do the job properly because his reputation on the line and he's a young and up and coming developing yeah. coach. Well, I mean, just to get a quote here, Jonathan, our new friend of the pod. Um, yeah. This is a quote from Paul Cook, who's the president. Um, he came in and said, we only got an update. It went well. We received the update quite well, he said. Uh, Jonathan, friend of the pod, mm-hmm. uh, we'll keep the process going. No timeline at the moment. We will have a manager as soon as we identify the appropriate candidate and may accept that role. Numerous people have been identified. I go with that, look, and I agree with you there. We have to be patient. I know it's not something we Irish are known for. Um, patient, especially when it comes to Irish football. But we have to be patient. You know, we have to get the right man because there's Carsley's the type of coach we want. However, there's not many other that fit his DNA. And there isn't. There's Anthony Barry. Yet again, you know, it'll be his first gig. We ain't going to get him seven-figure sum. It's not going to happen. Although, do you find it interesting that Tuchel came out, didn't he? He actually said he was, he'd was he be interested in managing Barcelona, which would be the um, which will be vacated by Xavi at the end of the season. Uh, <laughs> you know, maybe Anthony Barry be going to... Uh, maybe either Anthony Barry be out in his arse with uh, Tuchel and he might become free. Um, although you'd have to sort it out with the Portugal FA. Or he could be at Barcelona. It's a bit mad, isn't it? Well, I think it's just Tuchel fancying himself for a top job in, in, in international club football, and I don't mind that ambition at all. And I think Barry's Munich. just gonna, yeah, no, oh, yeah, but Barcelona, he's not a Man United man, he's had a decent no, club. Barcelona are bigger than them, and, and an exciting start for Barcelona going back to the Camp Nou as well because it's going to be all renovated. It looks amazing what they're going to do there. Um, yeah, I, I just think as well, it's telling that Mark. That's Mark Cannon for non-friends of Mark. Um, that he presented the pathway today to the board, um, and that is the whole strategy of how the FAI looking to develop football in Ireland. And yeah. I would imagine if I was presenting it as Mark, I would, and we hadn't got the appointment of the manager in place, I would be saying this is why this person fits in with this strategy. What I have in mind, this guy's got this, and that's why he's our number one target. And then if I was a board member, I'd be saying, okay, Mark, okay, but what if we don't get that guy then? Or what do we need to do that guy then? If you really believe in your pathway and that's the man to deliver it at a senior level, how do we get him? What, what more do you need? Do we need more money? What do we need? And that's that's what I think the interaction might have been today. Um, just on the Paul Cook stuff, like I know you've, you've read the quotes there. Mm. We must get the video clip of that and share that of Tony Cork Todd, as I know Tony. Um, we must share that because it's fantastic. It, it's just very Irish, I think. Is Paul Cook's trying to get home, and Tony just keeps calling him back, and it's very, very funny. I found, Damn. and he just keeps coming back. He's just he, he just can't shut it down, and he's like, he's like, okay, can I can I go home now? Kind of thing. It's very good, and fair play to the persistence of Tony, who uh, is also a friend of the pod. I like Tony. 
So, what is, what's his surname again? Cork Todd is how I know him, Dave. Yeah, what, what's, what's his surname? Donahue. Donahue. Oh, okay, yeah. Did you get elocution lessons for that, did you? Yeah. Um, uh, did you see, um, just on names, did you see you scored for Luton tonight? They beat uh, Evan Ferguson's Brighton very convincingly, 4 0. Yeah, you man. Got them, got a, you got, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, um, not the hat trick scorer. No, no, the Irish lad who plays them. What's his name? Kidozy. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Kidozy. Yeah. He's not Kidozy. Kidozy. Oh, Benny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, how do you pronounce this fucking name then? Chidozy. Chidozy. Oh, I've had about two hours sleep. I. You don't hear me having a go with you about how you. Bought your names, Dozy you? Ogbene, Yadozy, fucker. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck you! <laughs> See, this is this is what a real journalism is here. No, you don't get this in off the ball. Nah. Um, I tell you what, one one well one uh, possible. You know, we we've talked about Carsey and Lennon. I think you we've we can forget about um, Buckus Poyet was in Dublin the other day, wasn't he? And he came out, and I screen grabbed. The interview he gave on RT, you know, to put on, um, he was, I think it was Heineken Zero, to put on the Facebook page. And, you know, you do these things in a rush. And here he is there. And it says, we better get that correct. (laughs) Oh, Carlsberg Zero, sorry. Um, I'm against a zero man myself. Fucking gateway drink. Uh, Gus Pius says he hasn't spoken to the FBI about the Ireland job. And, I didn't really realize how unfortunate that screen grab was. If you're if you're listening to it, you should be watching it on the YouTube channel. But uh, I tell you what, I did pop at this. Uh, here's a response to it on the Facebook page. Mickey Boylan, is there a ransom out for him or something? <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah. I didn't really pick a great pic- picture there, did I? Um, yeah, Gus Poyet, you know, he says he'd be he'd be unsafe. I think if he if he left Greece now for. Uh, um, for Ireland, I think he said. But um, also, just a little quick, and we're going to move it on, because uh, there isn't too much more to tell you about this. Uh, of course, the Nations League draw will be uh, the 8th of uh, February, and that will be from Paris. We will have an episode, a reactionary episode of that uh, for you here on the State of Play. But um, apparently the government as well, was other things we're looking at, and one of them was... I think there was 100, and I'm trying to find it here, uh, 163 items that they had to sort out, basically. They were given 163 items. Here's it here. Um, Marked as either complete or fake. Yeah, so basically, they had 163 items to sort out. I think Sport Ireland and the government went, right, these are things you need to fix. And they have 159 of those 163, and apparently the next four uh, should be complete within the year. That's the equality on the um, on the director's board and all this mm. kind of. Really, I mean, credit. I know we 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 put the welly into the FBI, but you got to give credit where credit's due there. And I think the government are quite happy actually with them. So that you know, that's got to be said. We 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 love. I mean, here's Sport Ireland. Um, uh, here's a comment here. Sport Ireland will continue to work with the FAI to ensure the best governance practices are implemented and maintained for the benefit of everyone involved in football in Ireland. The recommendations were put in place to protect Irish football and protect the interests of Irish um, of the Irish public. And you know, I think that that's good. We got to give a bit of credit there. You know, they, we we like to give the FAI a bit of stick, but to be fair, they're moving in the right direction. The government are happy with them. Sport Ireland are happy with them. So you know, yeah, obviously we had like uh, for 
it's not spiteful to stick with. It's just a bit of crack, isn't it? Like we actually yeah. really, you know, I, I want the association to get the house in order and I, oh, I, God, I think yeah. it was needed and that that's going to attract sponsors and, and, and money and investment in the game. And that's what I think we are going to, we are going to end up getting right. It's just going to, I just, um, as you said earlier, we need to have patience and, and this is a long-term strategy for the FAI as well. And not everything's going to happen overnight. We're going to get, going to make mistakes along the way, but no, I do have faith in it, um, and it is frustrating because you've got to remember, like people are getting a bit frustrated that this management um, recruitment kind of dragging on, but it's such an important decision. You want the it's right the thing man. that we're judged on in 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 the public domain, really, because you could invest millions of pounds, millions of euros in in grassroots football and say, oh, we're doing the stadium up and stuff, but most Irish people and Irish fans really care about and and why it's in the kind of you know the the public will really only recognise when Ireland qualify or or they're playing and and they're doing well and getting results and hearing oh Ireland won last night and that was brilliant. They're not going to care about anything else that's really going on. It's going to be results driven, um, and the profile of that of that and and that's going to take time and that's why yeah we do have so, to be very patient. Yeah, I mean they they do reckon it's going to be coming very shortly. They had an update. They, they obviously know who who they're looking at and obviously just got to iron out a few details. I'd rather they take time. I'd rather, if, even if they have to go to March, it wouldn't be ideal, but they go to March with a caretaker manager, whoever, maybe Jim Crawford, Nick's mate, take over. Mm-hmm. I think he just bursted that that happened. Um, you know, I, I do think he actually, yeah, just as long as we get the right guy in here. There's no way Mark Hannum can unveil Neil N. And nothing against Neil Lennon, but that guy has so much baggage. Mm. So much baggage. Ruth Coppinger came out and said there's no way he can uh, a TD over here, Martin. I'm not, I'm not being facetious, but she's a TD. I'm not sure if you're aware of her. Um, yeah. She's the one that really put the boots to um, to Delaney that time, five, five years ago. Um, and basically, uh, yeah, she, she's like, I don't want him involved. Apparently, he allegedly threatened a mistress of his with a knife when she found out that he was seeing someone else, apparently had three women on the go, allegedly. I was, that was from a, a, an Irish Mirror article. Just yeah, and no, I've seen, uh, yeah, I had seen a, a bit of that speculation. He apologised. He was bold to manage for a time. It's a long mm. time ago now, look, you know, but it's just... No, but also you do, no, I'm not, I don't really want to not Neil Lennon, um, because he's, you know, you know, but I mean, that, that surface as well, hasn't it, recently, the one where he's like, pissed up and can barely speak and Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, oh, it's, just... it's just reflective of the association, and that will certainly air. You can imagine if if he does get the island job, that any time we get a poor result, go well. How do you expect to get good results when this lad's in charge? I think yeah, just that stuff that will go on social media a little he, bit more. And he's too much baggage for, for me, mm. you know. But I don't want to do an Hamid Duffy and Terry Venables here, um, if only. But uh, yeah, no. Uh, but anyway, uh, we'll move it on to the next one. But we will once. It's announced we'll probably have a live episode that night, um, but we will keep you updated. We'll have another episode anyway. We will definitely have a reactive episode as long as the yeah. FAI release at the right time. And I think that is something from the new FAI hmm. that, you know, they used to do these um, press releases at all hours, didn't they? Under a different regime. Yeah. Yeah. That was, good. Mean, that was always nice to get the little ping on the phone. And when we used to get them coming through and go, oh, oh the bad news has come at 11 yeah. o'clock. <laughs> like... four in the morning like, oh, okay mm. uh no but i mean today was obviously completely different uh but yeah we'll keep you updated on that right, we're going to move it on ever so quickly um of course a bit of transfer uh 
rumor coming in. Adam Ida could be on his way to uh, Celtic. I saw that. It, that's just popped up, man. Where did yeah. we see that? Yeah, I have seen that. Um, yeah, it's an interesting one. Um, he was linked with Verona in, in Italy, and I'd have reservations of him going there, to be honest. But um, and, I, and I don't see the fuss of why he has to go so far and, and, and to that kind of league. I think he's he, he can operate in the championship, without a doubt. Certainly operate in Scotland. Wouldn't be the worst record. move at all for him. Um, and I do see that um, Celtic are also in transfer news with perhaps Mikey Johnson could be going to Norwich or I think it's another side as well. I'm not sure. Mike Blackburn, I'm not sure. Um, but yeah, he's been linked to, as going away from Celtic, which again, you know, it's fantastic uh, assist recently. So yeah, I, I, I like Mikey Johnson. I think he offers brilliant pace and things like that. And either I, I, there must be a little bit more going on there at Norwich that he feels he needs to get out of there, that he's getting frustrated, not getting game time basically. So Frustrating time for him as well with the injuries. But, um, yeah, I like him. But I think he will be playing second fiddle to Evan Ferguson. And, again, I must emphasise, Evan Ferguson came on off the bench tonight um, for Brighton. They lost 4-0. And Ireland's, uh, what's his name? The lad who plays for Luton. What's his name, Dave? We better practice. Come on, give it a go. Who scored? Oh, Benny. <laughs> um, just looking here. Uh, so, so, just on the Adam Ida one, I was just having a look there while you were talking. Um, I don't know. I was, was on out when you speak. Um, Daily, uh, it was it came from the Daily Record, um, and Chris Sutton is not happy about it. Um, he basically, Chris Celtic hero Chris Sutton has declared that Adam Ida would not be an upgrade on O as OH as he nears a move from Norwich City. A record sport ex- exclusively, easy for me to say, revealed that the Ireland International is nearing a move to Celtic. Uh, park on loan with an option to buy, but Sutton appears to be unconvinced over the prospect posting to Twitter. I'm not sure with the greatest respect, it's an upgrade on Oh Ida, uh, needs to get away from Norwich and uh, has potential, but has had potential for years. But he's 100% in the development category and a long way from the finished article. I think that's a fair analysis, um, by Chris Euthan there. Like, he, he, he's miles away from the finished article, isn't he? He is, but he's, he needs to get game time. So his his move has got to be good. But you know, Celtic it's... though, is that not too big? League One, maybe spell on League One or something, just to get him going, get him playing regularly. Or yeah, but I don't know. Like, it's like Troy Parrott, it would mystified me when he moved away as well. You know, it was a strange one. He's doing um, well in um in in Diarradivity now, isn't he? He's doing all right. Yeah, he is. Yeah, and I've seen another young. Irish striker who left Bowes this year at Falabi. He he scored uh, in Belgium tonight, so a really good goal as well. And yeah. He's a big okay. lad as well. I I like him actually at yeah. Falabi, but I, I just think I think when you go away that far, you you might get lost and forgotten. Fair. Um, also, it was announced today. Well, I read anyway. Two papers. Going to talk about this. Uh, Ireland in June will be. We've got two games. In obviously, we've got two games in March. Excuse me. The calendar this year will be March. Two games in March, which we know. Belgium, Switzerland. Two games in June. Uh, two games in September, October and November. We've got the uh, pre-Euro 2024 uh, games in June. And then we have the Nations League in uh, September, October and November. Uh, today, it was announced that Ireland will play Hungary in one of those June games. However, I'm not too sure, Martin, where it's going to be played. Now, it was announced not official, but I mean... No smoke without fire, right? And Hungary apparently want to play a team similar to Scotland because Ireland plays like Scotland. 
if only. Um, and they have them in the Euro 2024 group. Um, but yeah, so basically we're either playing them. I think the examiner said, uh, the independent, Irish independent said Dublin, and the examiner said Budapest. So I'm not too sure where um, that's going to be. But that, decent test. But the last two times we played Hungary, we've drawn nil-nil. They've been really bad games, mm. actually. Yeah, yeah, just speculation now. It's again building up and, and these transfers, you, you would think, well, not the transfers, the fixtures, you, you would hope are, are being finalised. And I've seen even today the, the ticket office are back in action at Abbottstown. So a busy day for them. That They've announced that the two March games, which are Belgium and Switzerland, are going to be a duo package. So if you're not a season ticket holder, you will be able to buy tickets for them as part of a duo package. So they're still doing that, still trying to bring money in. No sponsor yet. I wonder, was that asked today? Hope so. And and I think hopefully the, the sponsor will come on the back of the new manager. Hopefully. Um, but yep, yeah, uh, more news on that. I need to know. I hope it's Dublin. My bank balance <laughs> begs is Dublin that we're playing. Uh, um... We did actually speculate the, the other night. Like, you know, they, they I, I did see actually, um, it's actually in March uh, 22nd, I think it is. Um, Spain are taking on Colombia at the Emirates in London. And... Mm. Uh, we we were talking the other day. I think Dave, we we said it'd be great if Ireland had a had a match in in London. <laughs> it'd be brilliant. I really appreciate it for us. I think oh, it'd be amazing if you're listening, FAI. Um, <laughs> oh, actually, one one thing I meant to say about the Hungry game. I mean, if it's in Dublin, at least Sammy Smolik will definitely get to play in the Aviva yeah. one way or another, won't he? <laughs> yeah, yeah twenty know. goals now. I think for the season, twenty brilliant. goals. Got another two last night. Yeah, he still yeah. we still haven't been able to cap him. Um, and also, we're just going to finish up the last bit here. Uh, David Conley on Twitter, and um, yeah, he's unboxed more treasure. He's basically begun having a bit of a clear out. He found a load of boots apparently yesterday, but here he is. Uh, if you're not watching on YouTube, I'm going to read out. Uh, but here's his tweet Unboxed more treasure. I kept a video diary of the 2002 World Cup and recorded hours of footage. It's a great bit of fun. The camera passed to lads injured. Uh, to record training slash downtime and even the moments just before and just after Roy and Mick had their fallout. Oh, I think Karen Cunningham said to him, well, that's your pension right there. Yep. It's very <laughs> true. I mean, one of them tapes actually says R and M kind of chat of discussion. If you look um, day three, uh, the top right hand. Corner oh, one. yeah. Um, no. Yeah. I mean, look, the, the, my immediate thought when I seen this was massive massive excitement and yeah thought myself i mean loads of people have come what a brilliant yeah. like, you know netflix a million pounds straight away and all sorts i mean it would be amazing and you know what i thought of straight away was the finding jack charlton uh, uh documentary which is absolutely brilliant and, and the fact that they had a lot of footage from um the craig johnson who was working for fifa at the time he used to play for liverpool and he designed the predator boot mm-hmm. a lot of the footage of that backroom you know Behind the scenes stuff that was just amazing and filmed on a, on a Andy Townsend as well. His Andy Townsend stuff as well. Yeah. yeah, of course. Yeah, he he said you need to also check him because uh, he was videoing everything because he'd been commissioned by FIFA to do this behind the scenes thing, and he fell in love with the Irish camp basically. So we had all that for that amazing documentary. This is going to be um, like gold, isn't it? This, this if, if it ever comes it. out, 
Um, if he does it, maybe yeah. the 30th anniversary of Netflix. Not RTE, not RTE. They'll ruin it. No, a- no. BBC no, or Channel 4 or Netflix or, yeah. or Vice or something like that. Um, but yeah, you, you did get a bit excited on Twitter, Martin. I had a look here earlier on. Um, you always like to talk, slag me about making friends. And here's Martin Prendergast on Twitter. Met yeah. you, Mr. David Colney, in Tokyo with Kenny C. Buying Adidas football trains <laughs> with French England flags on them for a wind-up. What a time. Do you remember? Do you remember yeah. me, David? Do you remember I've had a little me? Bit of a, I've had a little Absolute, bit of interest. I've actually seen someone um, say to David Connolly, at least you did something at the World Cup because you didn't even play a minute, which isn't actually true because he missed a penalty in the penalty shootout, as we know. And I did also send him the wooden signed... Yeah. World Cup ball and said, have you got one of these? Because exclusively on uh, the Green Machine, when we had Matt Holland on, I, yeah. I did show him my uh, wooden ball. Your balls, then. yeah. And he said, that is quite rare. We all got one of those. And yeah, we, we signed them for yeah. each other and things like that. And I've managed to get one. So I think that's where the jealousy comes from, Dave. Do but yeah, the context me? of the Adidas football trainers was, me, it, it, it was quite funny. Like, because I remember at the time being with a friend of mine, Stephen O'Carroll and walking around Tokyo and we've seen Kenny Cunningham, Kenny C as I called him, um, and David Connolly, I think it was Steve Finn and I'm not sure if Matt Holland was there or not, I'm not sure, but we, there, were, there was three or four of them walking along and um, they were talking, we were just chatting to them, but they were going, oh, one of the lads is buying these Adidas trainers like to slip in so one of the lads or someone else wear them around with the England flag on for a bit of crack. That was what the joke was. Yeah. Do All right, remember? sorry for reaching out on Twitter. I'm sure, yeah, right? Okay, reaching let's out. Let's begging. have a little look. It's not begging because we've been lies. interacting with him on, on his World Cup guys. stuff. And I also noticed the. Um, <laughs> me, David. I also noticed, yeah, a, a, a nice David to interact don't, with. Don't you ever. Yeah. When, and, I, and I talk about John Fallon, who is actually a friend of the party, who I've actually spoken to. And, you know, I've been to many Ireland games with. And you're like, oh, friend, football friend. <laughs> David, David, remember me, please. Give us a follow. Give us a like. Give us a Do pair of boots. Do you remember the boots is what I'm asking. No, does yeah, yeah. he remember the trainers is what I've asked. doesn't remember um, you, Martin. Get over it. And I probably remember also, the, also, I like that he shared the Oliver Sweeney uh, black leather shoes that were given to all the squad as well with the Irish flag on, on the back. Quite cool as well. Yeah, a bit That was a big thing around that time, 2002. I, I remember England... I think they had some as well. I don't know if it was Oliver Sweeney. It was another kind of really big, mm. famous kind of brand at the time um, in shoes that England had. And I think Ireland's kind of designers kind of jumped on that as well, the bandwagon of that a little bit. A copy so. on the English? Never. Right. Yeah, it was a little bit <laughs> like that anyway. But yeah, good times. Um, it, they were good times, Dave. It was wonderful to be at our World Cup and, and, and catch up with the lads. And Well, I was in yeah. school. Well, I, was, I actually didn't complete school. Because you know, my, my, my I didn't bother with my uh, school, my schooling because I basically given up. I hadn't done homework for two years. Um, I hadn't worn a uniform for about three, and I said, like, "They would." I remember they rang me up. Are you going to do your leaving cert? Mm. Nah, there's a World Cup on. Ireland's in it. Sure, you never know when we'll be at the next one. I was right about that. Uh, Twenty-two years and counting. Anyway, we're going to move it on there. So if you want to see Martin. Martin um, <laughs> and his sycophantic ways on Twitter. Give him a follow over there. And he'll hound you down as well for a pair of shorts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. We do actually get on. We do like each other. I swear. Anyway, we're going to leave it there. Thank you, you, Martin. 
we did get on, yeah. We're, we're Thank you, David that. Dunn. I'm, I'm reversing it now. I've got new friends, Mark and Jonathan and Paul. And now you're David Dunn. When I don't like you, it's the full name. Oh, the full name. The full name. Okay, Martin Prendergast, you want to play that? <laughs> If you want to play that uh, game. Anyway, listen, we're going to leave it there. Martin, thank you very much uh, for coming on. Thank you for watching. As always, you can give us a follow. Give us a cheeky subscribe on YouTube. Go on. You know you want to. Tell your friends about it. If you like what you hear, you love what you see, tell them about it. We are trying to grow the YouTube channel. Head over to Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. And if you want uh, opinions, it's not just us, uh, the lads over there. You got James, you got Connor, you got Bill. Um, you got a bre- great bunch of lads. You got Ken. Um do some great work over there, some fantastic opinion pieces and just some throwback pieces as well. Um, you can head over to the green machine podcast.com, the green machine podcast.com. We will be called that um, for the next little while. And we're going to move it over to Lancer roar. Dot I E. Uh, we're going to leave it there. Thank you very much again. Good night. God bless. <laughs>